0: The rescuer has come and he is on an all out kingdom invasion. The gospel, according to Mark, tells the fast paced story of Jesus' life. And while he focuses a little bit on Jesus' teaching, he is far more concerned with Jesus' action and authority. So much more than a biography of Jesus, it is the story of God's invasion into our hostile and and dark world. Jesus comes and he confronts the powers of darkness and the darkness of this world. He comes and he confronts their power and authority. He comes and he overthrows it. In the gospel, according to Mark, Mark focuses on the battle scenes. In the beginning, in the garden, Life was as it should be. Very good is Yahweh proclaimed, perfect as we might say. But into the midst of God's kingdom crept powers from without to corrupt and influence and destroy all that God has made good and holy And since that time, this world has been in the grip of powers that be under the influence and authority of the darkness as God never intended it to be. But Jesus is the true king, and he knows what God's kingdom is supposed to look like love and righteousness, goodness, peace, and truth, and he knows what doesn't belong in it. The demons shriek in his presence, and he banishes them from the kingdom. He forgives sins with a word of his mouth. Cells damaged by leprosy and paralysis are restored at the very touch. Bleeding stops at the very touch of his clothes. He rebukes storms and calms them. Food multiplies at his instruction. The dead are raised. The oppressed and those lost in the kingdom of darkness are vindicated, restored, And saved. It is the story of God's invasion into this world with Jesus as king leading the way and ushering in the day of the Lord and Jesus' reign. And then, in his most humble of moments, the king gives his life for his people, one for the sake of all. Allowing himself to be handed over to the very powers of darkness itself. But Mark inviting you to see and not miss what's right before your eyes. What God is seeking to unveil. That in this sacrifice and apparent defeat, the death knell of darkness has been ushered in. And the dark powers of this world have been defeated. And in the gospel, according to Mark, God invites all people to be a part of that kingdom. Because then the author of life, who was given over to death, rises to life again and offers the same to you. And God wants all people to be free of that power of darkness, to experience his kingdom is love that Jesus is seeking to bring you. And since that time, the millions and billions have come, embracing that kingdom and all that God's invasion means. This is the gospel according to Mark. And he will make it clear it is upon you. Don't wait or you'll miss it. It's like running down a hill. You start to get momentum, and if you stop, it will overwhelm you. But at the pace you're going, your feet won't keep up. The kingdom of God is upon you. He says, don't delay. Be a part of what God is ushering in through Jesus. This is the gospel of Mark. This is the kingdom of God. This year... We are talking about thy kingdom come, this prayer Jesus invites us to to cry out to God, Lord, may your kingdom come. This year we'll be using the gospel of Mark as a window into what God's kingdom is all about. Letting the Bible speak from its own pages what this kingdom is like. This month, We'll be taking the first five chapters of this gospel according to Mark. And this day, we'll start with chapter one and what Mark has to say. And as you hear the story, look for kingdom language. Look for signs of the kingdom that you may have missed no matter how many times you've read Mark before that are staring you right in the eyes, right there in the face. Look for kings and conflict. Look for war and battle. Look for the powers of darkness in in contest against the powers of God through Christ. Look for authority and command. Look for the ways of of a king. Look for the invasion. Look for the raising of a movement. Look for the start of an army. Look for the oncoming kingdom of God. Look at how Mark begins. Look at this slide. Give me the slide. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Now, those of you who are with us for Warped, You know how to translate this out, what these words mean and what it's saying. It reads like this, the beginning. The beginning of the royal proclamation of Jesus the King. God's divine and rightful heir to the throne. This is what the gospel according to Mark is about his kingdom that's upon you. And so here today the story of the invasion of God into a dark and hostile world for the liberation, freedom, and life of all who have found themselves subjugated to its power. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, just as it is written in Isaiah the prophet, see, I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight paths for him. And so John came, baptizing in the desert region, And preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. People from all over the Judean countryside and all of Jerusalem went out to him. Confessing their sins, they were baptized by John in the Jordan River. Now John wore clothing made of camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist. And he ate locusts and wild honey. And this was his message. The one coming after me is more powerful than I. The straps of whose sandals I am, I am not even worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water. But he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. And at that time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee to be baptized by John in the Jordan. And as he was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the spirit of God descending like a dove. And there was a voice from heaven, you are my son whom I love with you. I am well pleased. And at once the spirit of God cast Jesus out into the wilderness and he was in the desert 40 days doing battle, being tempted by Satan. He lived among the wild animals and angels attended him. And after John was thrown into prison, Jesus went into Galilee and began to proclaim the gospel of God. The time has come, he said. The kingdom of God is upon you, it is in your face. Repent, turn, and pledge your allegiance to the king. Believe the royal proclamation that I bring. And as he was walking along the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting their net into a lake, because they were fishermen. Listen, he said, come follow me. Come follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And at once, they left their nets, and they followed him. A little while later, they saw James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John in the boat preparing their nets. And without delay, Jesus called to them. And they left their father Zebedee in the boat, along with the hired workers. And they followed him. And they came to Capernaum. And when the Sabbath day came, Jesus went into their synagogue and began to teach. And all the people were amazed. It is teaching because he taught them as one who had authority, not as their teachers of the law, but just then, a man in their synagogue who was possessed by an unclean spirit, stood up and cried out in the middle of it, what do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are. The Holy One of God. Shut up, Jesus said to him. Come out of him. And immediately the spirit convulsed the man and came out of him with a shriek. And all the people were so amazed at this that they began to say to one another, What what, what is this? A new teaching? And with authority, he commands the evil spirits and they obey him. And word about this spread all over the region of Galilee. And after they left the synagogue, they went with James and John to the home of Simon and his brother Andrew. And Simon's mother-in-law was sick and in bed with a fever, and they told Jesus about her. So Jesus went to her, took her by the hand, helped her up, and the fever left her. And she began to wait on them. And that evening after the sun had set, People brought all of their sick and all their demon-possessed to Jesus. The whole town crowded at the front door. And Jesus healed many of them of their various diseases. And he cast out many of their demons. But he would not let them speak. Because they knew who he was. Now, very early in the morning... While it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Simon and his companions, noticing that he was missing, got up and went to him and exclaimed, Jesus, everyone is looking for you. Let's go somewhere else, Jesus said, to the nearby villages so that I can preach there also, for that is why I have come. And so Jesus went throughout Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and casting out demons. And just then, a man who had leprosy came to Jesus and fell on his knees and begged him, if you are willing, he said, make me clean. And Jesus was overwhelmed with compassion. And he reached out his hand and he touched the man and he said, I am willing. Be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him. And he was cured. But Jesus sent him off with a strong warning. See to it that you don't tell anyone. About this, but instead go show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifices commanded by Moses for your cleansing as a testimony to them. But instead, the man went out and he began to spread the news freely of what Jesus had done for him. And so Jesus could no longer go into a town openly. Or publicly, but instead stayed out and lonely in lonely and solitary places. And yet the people still came to him from everywhere. The gospel of Jesus Christ, according to Mark. I want to invite you to rise. Jesus commands us to pray for the coming of his kingdom. Jesus' disciples go to him and say, Jesus, teach us how to pray. Teach us what it is that you want, that you want us to want. And Jesus says, pray like this. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. How do you need the kingdom of God in your life? And where is the kingdom of darkness gaining ground and taking foothold? Where are you crying? and hoping and wishing that the kingdom of God will invade. This is what Jesus invites you to pray. Thy kingdom come into every instance of that in your life in this world today. I want to teach you a way that we're going to pray. As I lead us in this, I'm just going to pray for things that I see people struggle with, things that I see people face. And every time I end a section, I will say, thy kingdom come. And every time you hear that I want you to respond by saying this. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You got it? Thy kingdom come. Thy it got it. Lord Jesus Christ. You are the king who has come bringing in God's kingdom to this earth. Though it may be small, may we not miss what is right before our eyes, even though we might not see. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear your kingdom invasion in our lives and in this world. Thy kingdom come. For every place, for every person in this room where the kingdom of darkness has taken hold. For every place, for every person in this room where the kingdom of darkness rages and battles. Lord, thy kingdom come. For every sickness, for every illness, for every malady and injury, for the decay, O oh Lord, that comes in upon us, for death that creeps for us all. For every aspect of the kingdom of darkness, doing battle under the, the, the curse of sin and death. Lord, thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come on earth for every place. For every place we are enticed to the kingdom of darkness for every time we fall victim to it. For every temptation the evil one throws our way, for every time those in this world seek to tear us down, for every time our very souls wage war against ourselves, seeking to lead us astray, Lord Jesus, thy kingdom come. For every time, God, our knees give out, our bodies buckle, we quiver and we waver in the face of darkness in this world. For every time, we are tempted to run, to hide, to cower. For every time, Lord, we hide and deny. Oh, forgive us, we pray. Thy kingdom come. Give us, God, what we need to follow you. Give us what we need to be messengers of your kingdom. Give us what we need to walk in your light even in the midst of darkness around us. Lord Jesus, thy kingdom come. May this church be an outpost of your kingdom, a place where your light shines. A place where everyone who finds themselves enmeshed in darkness can come to find your liberation, to find your freedom, to find you, the God who reigns. Thy kingdom come, for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory Forever and ever.